When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome, fight fans, to another episode of BTR Boxing Podcast with your host, Sean Basto. And in this special episode, we're going to be reviewing the Irish boxing scene at the moment, and in particular, the Clash of the Titans bill that has just happened over the weekend. So I'm going to be joined shortly by John Bolger, who writes for us. He's our Irish correspondent, so we'll be getting him on very shortly just to talk about that particular show and the state of affairs in Irish boxing at the moment. But before we do, and we get into the episode, I want to give a big shout out to Bear Attack Boxing, who are the sponsors for BTR Boxing Podcast providing high quality boxing gloves to all you trainers or you fighters or you gym goers out there if you've not already seen them you need to go and check out their website at www.bearattackboxing.co.uk follow them on the social they're on all social media platforms bear attack boxing facebook instagram twitter find them on there also follow us on podbean for more episodes more series more weekly reviews more fighter interviews subscribe Subscribe to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Player FM, iTunes. You know the score by now. Get on there. Get subscribing. We really appreciate the support. Share the love around social media. So I'm delighted to welcome to today's episode the man over in Ireland covering it for Eat Sleep Boxing Repeat, Mr John Bolger. John, how are you doing? Sean, brilliant mate. Yeah, all good. Thanks for having me on the show. No, thank you. Thank you for coming on. It's uh, really appreciated you taking the time out to, to give a review, obviously, of the Clash of the Titans show, which he was ringside for on Saturday night. I think, first of all, obviously, yeah. when you're being that close to the action and you know being able to see it up close and personal, how how did you find the show? Was it, was it a really good event? 
Yeah, like I, I'd say, like I just to give you a feel of it. Like the over here in terms of the boxing scene, like it, it's just been building and building and building, and it's buzzing now. Like this show, this has only been the the third, um, the third show that's been shown on live terrestrial TV, and you know, you're talking about ten years, you know. So, so you know, so there's been huge, huge build up around it, um, you know, for any not just box, you know, you know, real hardcore fans, but casual fans are getting into it, you know, because I think because of the build, people are looking at the build, and what the guys are doing in boxing and promotions and, and assassin promotions is brilliant because they're putting on really good domestic title fights 50-50 domestic fights the whole way through so instead of looking at the card and saying right the 10 guys on the left are all going to win you get a they're fighting, you know, journeymen, yeah. you know, you know, so, journeymen, so it's none of that. It's really, really good. Like, there's normally four or five fights where you just can't pick. And then, they were, you know, and yeah, so they kind of build around that, which is brilliant. So it gets people interested. And, and that's what this show was. It really wet the appetite of the country and then, you know, went out live on, on, you know, national TV. So, you know, it was huge. So, but then on the night, obviously, you know, they have to back it up. You know, there's no point in, in saying this is great and this is great if the lads don't do it. But, you know, it, it, it you know went above and beyond um, expectations. It was just, it was just brilliant. The atmosphere was unreal, and yeah, like, like every you know, there were so many local derbies, and you know, if you got one local derby in a fight, you're doing well. You know, and you're you can feel the atmosphere, but to have four or five on the night was just, you know, it blew the roof roof off the place. You know. So the main event was Eric Donovan and Stephen McAfee, and it was a battle of the undefeateds, and that was yeah. by far, as you, in your own words, it. it you know, it was the headline event, but it absolutely stole the show, uh, which it quite rightly, quite rightly should do with it. Would it be in the main event? And you, you obviously was there ringside for it, and uh, it was a, a sickening body shot from Eric Donovan, which finished the fight. But talk, talk, talk me, talk me through it, my man. What, what, what did you think? I mean, I, obviously, I've had a chance to catch that fight in particular, but I wanted to get your thoughts on, on how you think that went. Yeah, like you, you, you kind of summed it up in a way. Like, um, like just to give you a kind of back backstory to this one, like Eric, anyone that doesn't know Eric Donovan, um, or featherweight champion now, totally three. He was an Irish amateur star. You know, he was uh, five times national champion, European medalist. Just missed out on the Olympics, so he is on the side of the go pro. You know. Um, so he's he's been you know the headline star here over here for the last two or three years. So this is his big breakout fight. You know like his, his goal is European titles. So he you know he put on but he put on a performance to show everyone you know this guy is the real deal. Um, and then it, looking at Steve and McAbee, like it was just the, the thing about the fight going into it. Such a good clash of styles. Like Eric is to look at him. He's fast. He's he just flows so well. You know he, naturally he does everything well. You know he takes all the boxes and any any part of the box does it all well whereas Stephen comes in Stephen doesn't have that amateur background he, he actually he was a kickboxer before and he got into into the boxing he's a great style he came in 5-0 with this he actually started a lightweight knocked a couple of guys out of lightweight moved to super feather um, and then took this fight again dropped down to featherweight so you know we came in naturally bigger so it was a naturally bigger hard hitting guy against Eric Donovan that the natural talent of our featherweight you know so, so that was the kind of backstory to it but going in like Eric the two of them came in wanted to control the fight from the start they were both trying to you know get sent to the ring um, you know Stephen was pressing him you know with his with his size and with his, his movement and footwork he was trying to back Eric up the whole time um, and Eric was just just that like he has that clever boxing brain you know really really quick fire jabs and, and really just you know rapid fire combinations like two three four bam bam bang and he's and he's gone you know so we really go clash the styles um, but what what I did know it's right from the very start and he kept whipping in the left hand to the body and he was looking for it right from round one the first couple of seconds and that was a shot that done Stephen in 
Steve McAfee in, in round four. That left hand, Stephen rushed in. Eric uh, dropped his shoulder. Boom! Left hand right into the right into the stomach, and that, that was that was game over. You know, but uh, it, it was. Just, and, and I'd say for anyone that hasn't seen it, go and check it out. It was just perfectly executed, technique, the whole lot, and um, just perfect, perfect. You couldn't hit any better, you know. Yeah, we forget we forget how sickening body shots can be, and and how much of a delayed reaction they can have on a fight. So sometimes you can be hit by a body shot, and it will take two, three seconds before the fighter reacts to it, and it kind of seemed. The, the, the near enough the case with with that shot Donovan landed he landed it and then like two seconds later McAfee's down and he's just oh my god you know is it is, this guy isn't going to get up and somehow somehow he sort of managed to to no, get himself fair, up and fair play to him yeah yeah somehow he managed to yeah, get himself exactly. up yeah look like you know he, he gave it everything and um, got back up so you know like fair play to, you know Steve McAfee and, you know you, you kind of feel for him a little bit because in fairness to Stephen like he you know out of all the, the you know the people he could have fought is probably the, the toughest opponent on the domestic scene like Stephen could have said a super, super featherweight you know he could might have moved the back to the lightweight but he, he couldn't really get a harder fight than, than Eric Donovan so for him you know all credit to him for taking that and taking the chance dropping down and weight again and going for it you know so like, like he doesn't lose any you know he doesn't lose anything from this loss against the top top fighter like like in fairness anyone that, that's not familiar with Eric like you know I think and most people here that know him think he's going to go on to be European champion within the next year like he's he is that he's that good, you know. He really is, um, you know, and, he, and he, he's going to do that to a lot of other guys as well, you know, at that level. So he's definitely, from a, from a UK-based standpoint, for the guys maybe in England, Wales, Scotland, that may have not already heard of Eric, he's definitely one that you, you're saying we should be watching out for. Hundred percent. Like even like even now, Jack. Okay, he's nine and zero. Like he's thirty three. Like he can be totally fast tracked. Like you know. Like I, I would say on par with someone like say like someone like Jordan Gill. Do you know what I mean? Like that that kind of like that kind of level. Like him and Jordan Gill would be an unbelievable fight. Honestly, like you're not just saying it, but that like that would be an unbelievable fight. Him and someone like Reese Pilati, Jordan Gill. You know, on that level. Um, that that that's what he's looking at. That's what he looks like as well. Do you know, he looks like that kind of talent. Um, so which is great. You know, so he. He's he's flying the flag for the domestic scene here, and you know, well credit to him. Like you know, that that's what he he wants to be the man over here to bring back big nights of boxing, and, and he just done it. Yeah, no, I I certainly agree. It seemed like it was, you know, a good, a really good atmosphere, and the fact that it was on the the national TV, and, and he was able to get that platform, and uh, it was on YouTube as well. Like you were sending the links over, and it was like the fact that he's getting that type of exposure now is is, is exactly what these fighters need at this stage of the career is that level of exposure to be able to get them to a different audience and for more people you know to follow them and and that's why we're doing this podcast episode really is to kind of give the the listeners of this particular series of podcasts that you know there's there's other fighters out there that you probably don't even know about that are actually fighting under the radar that have got so much talent behind them that you need to go and check them out and watch them and you know support these guys because this is what they need at this stage of the career yeah yeah absolutely i mean like, the thing is like it's not all about um it's not all about guys on to eddie Hearn or frank warren you know what i mean <laughs> Like there's other guys out there that are that are just as good and you know deserve the headline shows and you know but there's a you know there's a lot of serious talent there you know not not just in ordinance you know what I mean like but Scotland and Wales a whole lot the like, serious serious talent out there but um but obviously like at my end you know looking at these guys here um you know like, there's a few guys there that are really really you know top and I'm not, obviously not everyone is a top talent at top prospect you know what I mean but but there is some guys that really stand out and um you know we'll get to one or two more now in a minute as well that we're on the show but but yeah 
yeah, like definitely, Eric. If anyone hasn't seen it, go and check out the stuff. It's unbelievable. Perfect timing, perfect technique. I mean, you know, I love watching a body shot. Someone, <laughs> someone get a stoppage of body yeah. shot, and it's just perfect. You know, for any big, any boxing fans. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, was, it reminded me very much of uh, George Groves when he stopped Jamie Cox in the World Boxing Super Series. The same. I think it was near enough the same shot yeah Yeah, I think it was near enough the same shot exactly and it had the same reaction as well so it's it's absolutely mental so yeah anybody that's not watched it already that's listening to to the episode go and check it out and and check out the knockout on on YouTube because it will be there freely available on there to watch and check out Eric Donovan and Stephen McAfee as well because I'm pretty sure as you said Johnny will come back and he'll he'll bounce back and obviously he's he's started out at lightweight and he's dropped two weights down and I'm sure there'll be plenty of options for him going forward absolutely yeah I mean look, look there's no shame in that like for Stephen like he, he actually vacated um, uh, Tyler at Super Featherweight he, he was the Celtic Super Featherweight champion so you know he'd probably have the option to go back up there and fight for that title or, or fight for the Irish title at Super Feather so you know he like you know he'll definitely come again he's a great fighter anyway in his own right you know so uh, it was look he just came undone against against a really top talent yeah absolutely so co-main event then let's go through that Victor Rabbi 7-0 retained his Celtic light welterweight or super lightweight strap with a career best performance uh, against Jake Haney which uh, and then was something I know you yeah. were, was looking forward to from the preview uh, of the show so talk talk us through it I mean how did you initially how did you see it going down against how it did go down oh, do, you know, do you know the funny thing about this right <laughs> like, again with the backstory to this you know you're looking at it and you're going Jake Haney for anyone that doesn't know him right he came into this fight five, five and one four knockouts out of five fights big puncher real natural talent you know he has every shot in the book um, his only loss came to Tyrone McKenna uh, two years ago in a, in a really good fight obviously we know how good Tyrone McKenna is so for him he was two years out um, he went off to Australia travelling and he fell back in love with the sport Bam, here we go he was training out Eddie Hyland famous trainer over here and so he's back so everybody I was thinking you know, how good is he going to be after two years out will he still have that you know at that level yeah. so he came right back in a title level you know no Mickey Mouse no Jorney Man boom straight in against Victor Rabo a champion that has been really active he's been getting better with every fight um, really good technical fighter and you know I suppose unfortunately in the end for for Jake, it was a really close fight. Um, it, yeah, you, you'd have you know Victor won on points, unanimous points at season. He was the better fighter. But Jake probably came a bit undone towards the end, the last two rounds. You could see him, you know, maybe the energy levels were different, which is expected. And Victor kind of took over then. But um, yeah, look, it was, it was just it was a great fight, really, you know, really close fight the whole way through. Like, the funny thing about it, there was, although Victor won on points, unanimous, there was no rounds that were clear cuts. You know what I mean? Like every round was close. It kind of could have gone either way, but he kind of just about done enough on most of the rounds you know um, you know hello I'm still here John <laughs> got you back <laughs> but um, but yeah yeah so uh, no it, it was a great fight to watch um, and it just I suppose it probably just got, got you thinking like geez you know if Jake had maybe had a, a fight or two in the lead up to this you know would, would the result have been different and you know possibly possibly would have been you know Jake feels like he won it um, he's calling for an immediate rematch and, and why not you know like it was for like this one was for the Celtic you know I'd love to see a rematch for the Irish title um, you know, it was no doubt Jake would be better after having the fight under his belt. And Victor's improved, and he he looked fantastic as well at the time. He's he's a very now anyone that doesn't know him, he's a real natural boxer. He's a, he's a great kind of um, he's a great feint. You know, that kind of fly may or make you miss and a straight right hand over the top then. Um, but he just you know Victor has every shot in the book. He's a really good solid all round fighter. Not a huge puncher. But he, he does enough to kind of work fighters and he, he, he's very eye-catching shots. You know, he catches it really clean. 
Um, but yeah, like it, it was another great fight, really close fight, and Victor Victor won out on points then again. So talk me through then, obviously some of the other notable fights on the card before we obviously r- round up some of the other action on the card. Obviously the next one that you in particular wrote about in in your review of the show was uh, Alan Phelan and Aidan Metcalf, which was a Celtic super featherweight contest. Yeah, yeah, again, really, really entertaining fight. Anyone that. I guess the chance I'd say check it out, especially the last round, it was brilliant. Um again, do you know what I have to say, right? You have to give credit to Aiden Metcalf and some he's some set of balls on to take this fight because, you know, I've I've watched both of them, like Aiden only had two fights, you know, just for anyone two and all coming into this fight, whereas Alan Faden was nine and three, but he had six knockouts, you know, he's a big puncher, like um very heavy handed. So he had twelve fights, you know, compared to Aiden's two. So you know, it was it was a big risk, big risk for Aiden, a big jump in levels. You know, he kind of had two two wins, not against, you know, kind of no notable opponents. So it was a big jump. So fair play to him for taking it. But um, but the big difference the whole way through was was Alan Finn's power. You know, you could see it from the start. He was just looking, he was so close to landing those big shots and he was looking for them the whole time. But he was doing it very calm. He wasn't rushing. He kind of knew, he had to look at someone that knew he had, had Metcalf's number. You know, he was just kind of, just waiting, and waiting, waiting for his chance. And in fairness, Metcalf, he was on the back foot the whole time and he was he was he's really good nice kind of I suppose amateur style you'd say like he's really nice straight sh- straight uh sharp punches really good counter puncher you know um but yeah like yeah the end came then in uh in round six and a feeling dropped Mick half of the big left hook um and in fairness to Aiden, you know we go and straight away he got into a brawl with him stood there toe to toe brilliant stuff to watch and then uh, Alan Fielden caught him again uh, with a short right hook and dropped him again and then Metcalf again fair, um, got up bravely rose again but uh, his held or sorry the corner should have held in there from uh, a couple of seconds later but uh, great great end to the fight you know but Alan, Alan Fielden actually came out in that uh, he just he missed the weight for the for the titles we didn't actually win the title on the night but um so he didn't but i would i'd say what i what i would love to see and what i think could happen also is that i think it's steve McAfee could move back up super feather possibly fight alan whalen maybe for the suit for the celtic or irish title Um that'd be an absolute like a barnstormer it really would be you know an irish fight of the year written all over it you know so you never know keep an eye out for that one yeah no absolutely we definitely will it's definitely something you know at the end of the day we all want to see great fights and you know you, you, i know you was really looking forward to the bill and from all accounts it sounds like it's delivered on all levels and there was so many other fights on this card that obviously it was it was going to be impossible for you to to sit there and actually write a full review of every fight because there was that many fights to talk about but uh, other fights on the card other fights on the card that obviously there's one obviously particular name that I'm more familiar with uh, and that's Dylan Moran uh, because obviously he was over here in the UK in Manchester under Kieran Farrell for his first few fights so he fought over here in a lot of shows and obviously I got to got to know him through through going to Kieran's gym and obviously I, I noticed he's signed a, a great deal and now he's starting to you know start to work his way up and he's got a win at the weekend uh, over for, former European champion Gregor Mazur Jr so he's moved to 10 and 0 now it yeah. just seems like he's just edging forward he's he's what what's 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 it like over there I mean what's are people talking about him over there as, as one of the top welterweights in Irish boxing at the moment or am I interpreting that wrong? No, 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 you're, no, you're definitely not. Like, you, I suppose like, over here, like, it's well the way it's, it's such a good division. Um, like, really, it's probably the possibly the best. That in middleweight, super featherweight as well. But it's a couple of good. But 
good names. But now Dylan Moran's a really top hand, like you said, he signed over to a you know to a big US promoter, and um, I think Joe Laguardia. Um, so he's going to be on a couple of matchroom his own shows over in the states going forward. While also fighting in Ireland a couple of times a year. Um, but no, he like Dylan's a serious hand. Anyone that hasn't seen him, check him out. He's just such a natural, you know. He's um, you know, he really is. Like he, he just makes it look easy in there. Um, ten and all, five knockouts. You know, he's a bit of pop. Now he again, you know, like you said, he was in a really, he was in a tough test there again, former European champion. But and he was made to work hard. You know, Mitzi. You know, he's he's a he's a cagey horse, very slippery, and he really, you know, he, there's no kind of easy wins over him. But um, but more, you know, Dylan Moran won it. You know, he won it in the end by by five points, I think. Um, so yeah, he, like he'll go onwards and upwards. You know, he can he's someone that can go on and fight for big titles, big ranking titles in the next twelve months. You know. So something I picked up on on the card uh, was uh, Ireland's youngest female pro at the age of 18 made her debut with, with a victory. So that was something, obviously, that... You know, we in in the well in the mainstream. Obviously, everybody thinks of Katie Taylor coming from Ireland and being successful as she's been at the moment. But what what's the sort of female stance in boxing over in Ireland at the moment? Is is a lot more females turning over now from from the amateur side? Yeah, look, look, I wouldn't I wouldn't say a lot more. Like it's like it's definitely building. Um, like there's a lot more interest. Like like, on, like to give you an idea, like on the card you had Caitlin Feeling, you know, former you know amateur standout, you know, made her made her debut. She had a huge crowd there. With her. She looked really good. Um, but also on the card we had uh, Siobhan O'Leary as well. Um, who's who's brilliant to watch. <laughs> really, she really had to uh, you know really had to work hard in this one. Um, against an opponent there that, that was only stopped against I think it was Chantel Carmen. Um, but uh, you know. So, so it is, you know, and Siobhan absolutely brings a really, you know, really tough fighter, you know, and goes to war every time. So, um, it's definitely the interest is, is building, like, more so, I suppose, like, you know, you can see it, like, in the amateur clubs, you know, like, there's a lot, you know, there's a, there's, there's a huge increase in numbers, you know, female boxers getting involved, and which is brilliant, you know, and, um, like, that, that's only going to grow. That's only going to grow over time now, you know, so, you know, it's over the next year, so keep an eye on it, like, you're going to see a lot more, a lot more female fighters turning pro, you know, Um so yeah, so why not? You know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what about some of the other fights on the card? Then were there, were there any other ones that you 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 know that was stuck out to you that that you'd want to talk about that you'd want to bring to the attention of of people to sort of follow the careers of on yeah. that card? Yeah, like, like in terms of in terms of fights, like, like there were like, like there was one here everyone was looking forward to. It was a, a really just a great domestic fight. Um, a big fan favorite here, Martin Quinn. Uh, he's now trained one. He won a, a really tough fight over Francie Lozoho. Um, anyone that hasn't heard of Francie Lozoho, he probably had the best debut seen over here in a long time. He fought, he beat a fighter. I think it's Sam Jones. He was six and oh or six and one coming into the fight, and Fra- Francie beat him in his debut. So, you know, so he, he's very confident. <laughs> He's very, he's a very good fighter as well. So, so I mean, for a guy to come in, Martin was two and one. Francie was one and all fighting each other at this stage of their careers. You know, was brilliant. You know, it was great to see. That, you know, neither cared about records. They were just just getting stuck in. But um, like that, that was a brilliant fight. Martin Quinn ended up nicking it in the end. That was a great tear up. Um, another one I'd say was probably wasn't in a fight in the or anything like that. But another fighter to keep an eye out for who's going to be in a big fight shortly is uh, Keen McMahon. Um, he was he fourth round knockout there, but Keane's going to be fighting in Aberdeen soon for a uh, for the Celtic uh, welterweight title. Um, so he he's really he's really one to watch. You know, he's really building a lot of momentum. Um, and he actually beat he, I think he's a couple of wins over Dylan Moran from the amateurs. So he's a, he, Keane's a really good talent as well. Um, you know, again in the welterweight division, which is which is really buzzing at the moment. 
So, in general, then, with that, with this particular card, would you would you say it was a very good return to form for for, for Irish boxing in general? Not that I'm suggesting it's never been <laughs> any good, but I mean, in terms in terms in terms of in terms of where things have been at over the past, say, eighteen months, two years, to where they're starting to come again now. Yeah, like absolutely. I mean, like, you know, if you're if you're getting a, a big card on mainstream TV, you know, I suppose you know you want you want it to go well. You know, you want to see a bit of everything. Um, and, and this this like, honestly, like, if you were, if you were to write a show and say right, you know, talk about boxing results and write the whole lot, you know, you'd have everything in this show. Like <laughs> it, it was brilliant. You had guys making their debuts. Um, like, there was some great knockouts. There was you know three domestic title fights. There was you know like there was fifty fifty matchups. I had everything. So if you're a hardcore boxing fan. And, you know, you would have loved this show. If you're a casual fan tuning in, saying, oh, I should stick that on for an hour or two. You know, there was just ap- like, brilliant fights throughout. You know, really, really good tear-ups. You know, there was great technical fighters. It just, it had a bit of everything. And, you know, again, I know I touched on at the start, you know, but you have to give credit to, to the promoters with Boxing Ireland and Assassin. Um, they came together on this show to co-promote it. And, like, like, the whole, the last couple of years, as I said, you know, they've been doing these kind of shows. Like, this is not new for me. You know, I've seen these kind of shows the last few years, but, but it's new, obviously, for you know, like, like the Joe Soaps in the home thinking, Jesus, you know, it's not just, uh, no disrespect here, but it's not just 10 Polish plumbers here fighting <laughs> Irish lads. You know, it's, it, you know what I mean? Like, but, but for us and the guys going to the shows, these are the kind of shows that, that the guys have been building their brand on. You know, yeah. they've been building them on domestic title fights, domestic fights the whole way. And then that's why it gets bums on seats and, and the atmosphere is just ramped up. And I mean, I've been to, you know, tons of tons of shows. You know, do you get like the atmosphere of these shows is something else because you're getting, you know, ten to twelve fighters <laughs> that are all Irish Irish or that are local or whatever. Um so it's just building and it's building and it's building the right way. And then I think looking at it, you have a headline star in someone like in someone like Gary Donovan that can, you know, that can fly the flag here that he you know, he could headline, you know, every show. You know, he's that good, you know, and to have someone like that, you know, they're, they're very lucky I suppose in a way to to have someone like him um on the book. So but yeah, look, it's only building, and I'm sure Eric and a few others have probably made household names themselves after the weekend. So, um, you know, it's only going to get better. And I think TG, for any non Irish speaker, this and TG4, it's a TG car in, in Irish, but TG4 are a. Uh, are coming to his show and I think it's at least three shows a year on mainstream TV um, which is brilliant you know and, and so, that, so that's you know so that's that, that's a re- it's really building and that's gonna only gonna grow the sport over here you know yeah, absolutely and, and that's kind of part of the conversation that I wanted to have obviously you've, you've talked about the show and, and, and obviously how good it was and you know it wasn't just a standard prospect versus journeyman show there was a lot of 50-50 fights on the card and a lot of entertainment value brought to it and the fact that it was on national TV over in Ireland obviously makes it even better for, for you know you sort of hardcore Irish Irish fans that want to support the fighters and want to follow the sport even more into the mainstream but ideally you know I wanted to get more into the side of things where I wanted to find out your thoughts on what you would want to see you know what where you would want to see it go you know over the next 18 months for example would you want to see dedication to more televised shows if possible and then you know more uh, more room over the guys over in Ireland getting some of the the shots on the bigger shows over in in England like on maybe the like the matchroom or Frank Warren bills yeah yeah exactly I mean like, just to kind of watch his horse on there where you know Orange Forest is flying over in the UK in these shows and it kind of has started to happen um 
like recently there, the Cure Super Vantamid champion, Carl McDonald, lost a very, I think, controversial decision um, on an MTK uh, Glasgow show. Um, you know, he, like, it was a very close fight there. But, um, you know, and then Vlad- Vladimir Belusi went over as well and he lost, uh, gave David Brophy a really good fight, you know, and, and again, two lads coming in on short notice, so, and they really, you know, they really made a, made a name for themselves. But, you know, it's been happening, like, uh, Carl, Carl McDonald as well, he actually, his only other loss, again, came to Jordan Gill. He took, he took this fight in short notice and he lost some points to Jordan, who was, a, we all know, was a top talent. Um, but yeah, no, like, like, looking ahead, you know, I think, I think they will have more, you know, because I think, uh, you know, knowing a lot of the guys over here, they're not, they're not concerned about padding the record, you know, they're not looking to get to, they're not looking to get to 10 and 0 with 10 easy fights and 8 knockouts. You know, they want to be in good, meaningful fights. So these guys are happy to take a chance and say, yeah, do you know what? I'll, I'll fight over in the UK. I'll fight in Sky Sports and I'll take a chance against this guy. Um, so you are going to see it a lot more because, you know, there's really good talent here. And, and like I said, you know, the lads want big fights and they'll take them. They don't care, you know, who, who they're in against. Um, but then in terms, in, terms, in terms of the boxing scene here, as I said, you know, TG4 are, um, you know, they've committed to, to a certain amount of shows a year, which is brilliant. Um, ideally then, you know, what you want to do, if you have someone like Eric Dunham there, who's now the Irish champion, the next step for him, you're looking at European and that's what he wants. So for the guys, I suppose, you know, you want to see, you know, maybe, obviously this fight is in the National Stadium, they might be up at the National Stadium again or maybe the uh, the three arena, you know, a really big arena for, for maybe something like a European title. Um, that's something that's, that is a possibility in the next 12 months, you know, so we could have an Irish or a European champion there. Um, and there's a few other guys that are that are kicking that are kicking on the door for title fights, and so I suppose you know, in, in looking at the shows, you know, you're going to keep getting you know really good domestic matchups, but there's going to be more meaningful title fights, you know, and um, and there's maybe one or two lads that are building towards European fights and ranking belts, and so yeah, look, look, you know, for a boxing fan over here, it's it's the best it's been in a long time, and they're getting regular shows, they're on TV, so you know, like there's <laughs> you're getting great matchups, you know. So what more do you want, you know? Yeah, hundred percent, and I totally agree. That, that's what it should be and, and that's what makes it more an, an entertaining sport to be a part of and what about uh, the th- uh, thoughts on the, the some of the Irish fighters that are going basing themselves uh, over in America guys like Niall Kennedy uh, Ray Moylet and Craig O'Brien who's just yeah. been over there recently uh, I know you obviously wrote about him in the, in the new Irish news quite recently and they're basing themselves over in America what's what 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 do they get out of that? Is that to get the exposure? Uh, because there's a lot of obviously Irish American fans over there. Yeah, I, I think there's probably like obviously look. I'm not going to speak on behalf of Craig O'Brien or anyone else, but I'm just as far as from my point of view, there's probably a couple of positives for them. You know, like if you take, for example, say Spike O'Sullivan, right? Um, you know, he obviously started over here, you know, fought in the small shows, the small hall shows, and, and then went over base himself there, you know, and then with Morphe's boxing. And, you know, and like he, he just went on and fought for, you know, he's just been building and building. Obviously, fought David Lemieux and um, for for an eliminator, you know, and um, he, he, he will, he's someone that's going to go on and fight for in the world title probably lie middleweight next year but you know for the guys there yeah like there's a couple of positives again you have a huge Irish American audience over there um, you know they have you have these big arenas and, and they sell them out you know and like, the atmosphere is unbelievable so so the guys I suppose they go, if you're a promoter over there you know right, if you four or five guys Irish guys in Boston fighting like, they're going to pack the place out um, and then for the fighter you know it's a great experience you know you can fight more regularly and you know 
there's the opportunity is probably moving a bit quicker in terms of in terms of world rank you know fights and, and world rank titles you know um, and obviously look it's it just calling it like it is you know at the end of the day like, the, there's just more money over there ultimately yeah. that's you know, that's the thing you know you just you probably can't compare somewhere like New York and Vegas in terms of fights and money to, to being on the, over here that's just that's just the way it is so um, but yeah so, I mean it probably look obviously it makes sense for them and that's you know fair play to them and you know that's their choice so yeah give it a go and um, and like I said you can see from Spike you know how he's grown his profile over there is huge and you know and people like Craig O'Brien and Ray Mollett you know they're, they're going to grow as well they're going to get that they're going to get that back in too I'm sorry, actually, sorry, someone as well. Sorry, I just wanted to touch on too. Um, when you're talking about fighters based over there, you know, we look at Aaron McKenna. I don't yes. know if you've been following him. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, I have. But, um, yeah, like for anyone not familiar, Aaron McKenna, like he, he's only 19, um, basically signed the Golden Boy, welterweight, 7 0. There, went 7 0 the weekend, 4 0. It's unbelievable talent, really. Is like, um, he's talking about being a world champion before he's 21. Uh, him and his brother Stevie McKenna, the two of them are, are with Golden Boy. Stevie's making his debut coming up. So, you know, for, for two guys like that, you know, from the country here in Ireland and a small kind of place where they're from and to be signed over to Golden Boy, it, it, I'm fighting in LA to you. It, it, you know, it just, it just shows you the potential there. Um, and obviously Jason Quigley as well, you know, who's been based over over stateside, who only made his UK debut there recently, do you know what I mean? So, um, so the talent is here and the interest is over there. And yeah, so I mean, you know, these guys are getting huge exposure now. Um, I mean, you just need to look at you know, look at John O'Carroll and against Heaven Farmer, and you know the interest that was there. And so it's you know it's only yeah, it's, it's just you know it's it's just growing the sport here, and it's it's putting a spotlight on on fires here. So we've still got you there, John. Yeah, mate. Sorry, yeah, sorry. you walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, that's fine. Sorry. Um, so what what I was going to really ask now, really, to sort of come to come to an end for for the review of Clash of the Titans was. Overall, then for for this show, how would you how would you say it sort of fares up to recent shows over in Ireland? And I mean in terms of the smaller scale. I'm not talking about say Frank Warren putting a show on for Cal Frampton in Belfast. I mean like your sort of smaller hall boxing, which is what we're we're dis- we're discussing and we're covering today. Yeah, yeah. No, I, look, just just being honest. I mean, just you know, comparing it with what you just said, it's, you know, this was. You know the the best show in a long time, best show I've seen in a long time. Um, you know, like obviously, you know, I've been on to the shows here. You know, and there's been great domestic fights. Um, but this just seemed to up the ante. And maybe I, I don't know, maybe because it was in the national stadium, you had the TV coverage. All the fighters up their game as well. Um, and it was you know, there were just some unbelievable performances and and the crowd, the atmosphere because you were getting those local derby fights and it was just you know it really was magic. It was just it really was it just seemed to off throughout. Um, so yeah, no, it, it was there for me. I knew it, it was up there as, as in terms of atmosphere and the show itself, quality wise, it was you know best show I've seen here in a couple of years, like by far. So it'll be good to, to to get more of them going on, and I know you touched on it a little bit earlier on, like what you'd want to see, and the, the, I think the more the, the the promotions get the TV exposure, and the more they put the shows on, the more likely it is that you're going to get more mainstream or more casual fans wanting to tune into it. And I, I've always found that in this this day and age, with the technology and the the amount of platforms that there are out there to be able to watch boxing on that there's going to definitely be a market for it where we can actually get to watch it and obviously the fact that it was on tg4 and it was on youtube as well so for guys like might not be able to get tg4 and want to watch it you know he was able to just nip onto youtube and 
put the link in and watch the show and be able to catch the boxing on there and that that's what I find which is uh, you know really really good for exposing these fighters to, to different mainstream audiences and you know the show itself looked like it went down a tree obviously I watched the main event and I did see the main event and I can comment on the fact that it was a brilliant fight and you know it was a, a great end to, to a fight and it's what kind of most casual fans want to see when they watch a fight you know not everybody appreciates the, 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 the different styles of boxing but people always want to see somebody get knocked out so for a sort of casual yeah that's it they want to see the, the drama they want to see they want to see blood they want to see the stoppage um, so yeah so look that's it like I had I had a bit of everything for the hardcore fans there was great backstories you know if you follow the guy you'd say oh jeez Jake Hanny's coming back after two years out but he still have it and um, you know, there were so many stories throughout, you know, and there were so many guys, if you're a hardcore fan, you look, you know, he's a, oh, I love watching him, he's, he's, he's a great techno boxer, but like you said, for the casual fans, I had stoppages, I had unbelievable knockouts, there was real toe-to-toe, 10 round, 8 round battles, and um, yeah, which is, you know, what you want, what more would you want? <laughs> yeah, that's it, exactly. So, from terms of yourself then, what... what you know, have you got now lined up for the future? Obviously, you've recently started writing for for obviously our platform, EC Boxing Repeating. You started bringing all the different articles and different variations of, of interviews to to the website. What what is it you've got lined up for yourself and for for other Irish fighters over the course of the next couple of weeks? Yeah, like, like, like something I'm looking at, and I, I probably touched on it here. You know, with with the amount of talent, um, talented guys here. Like, I'm gonna do a, you know, a once to watch or a top prospects. Uh, I suppose Irish Irish series are looking at it over here. So there's a couple of guys there I'm gonna be chatting to. Um, people might be familiar with them, they might not, but they're definitely worth worth checking out. Um, you know, not just you know for me saying as as a hardcore boxing fan, but casual fans could get into these guys from day one. You know, that there there's some guys that are that good, but yeah. So that, that's something going forward, you know. Um, we're going to be looking at another top prospect series. Um, you know, obviously there's going to be more. There's a few things in the pipeline regarding news we can can come out with just yet, but they're going to be coming out shortly. And then, uh, yeah, looking forward to. Apparently, there's going to be a, a new show in soon, so there's going to be more. Hopefully, more top shows like this to report on and, and talk about. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think we. Uh, I think one of the things I was, you know, talking to you about off the air was was maybe making this, you know, a more or more regular occurrence where we're able to to put this out in, in this platform and be able to give the, the you know the people the opportunity to kind of listen to what your your thoughts are on the shows and the reviews of the shows and, and giving a different outlet for you know the guys to get the exposure and, and 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 review the the fights and the shows and i think it's been you know it's been a wonderful insight for me personally because you know as as much as i obviously have a great knowledge of boxing or or so i think um i feel i feel like this is a, a way to educate people that maybe are not in, in in the loop with what goes on behind the scenes in Irish boxing and what happens on the smaller hall shows. I mean, it's I think it's physically impossible to be able to know everything about every show and every fighter and fight that goes on. So yeah. this is a this yeah. is a this is a fantastic way of being able to to put that out there and and give these guys this exposure and get them uh, a bit of a limelight in some way, shape, or form and and give people the opportunity to listen to you know our thoughts on on the fights and the shows. So obviously, I appreciate you coming on today and giving us the time to to actually break it down. So is there anything further, John, before we call it an episode? Is there anything you wanted to add? Is there any social media handles that, you know, people can follow your work on at all? 
Yeah, look, for anyone here that's, that's listening, I suppose, like you said, you know, eat, sleep, box and repeat, you know, I'm putting regular stuff out there. Um, you can see me on Facebook, uh, John Bulger, but, um, or Instagram as well. Yeah, so work away and, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully you enjoy this and, you know, hopefully you can, yeah, people are, you know, will put a spotlight on, on some of the fighters here because, like I said, the scene is buzzing. Um, for yourself, Sean, or, or anyone else, you know, if you get a chance, come over to a show and, and take, take it all in, you know, because they're just putting shows like this on all the time and, um, you know the sport is honestly it's just buzzing here and like you said credit to the fighters because these guys they don't care about having the records they just want they just want good fights and uh, so it's, it's a fan's dream you know um, so yeah look like I said thanks thanks for having me on and uh, yeah hopefully hopefully people got a bit of insight there out of it so it's all good well thanks for coming on John really appreciate it thanks for your time so there we go guys that was the Irish Boxing Review on the Clash of the Titans show with John Bolger who writes for Eastleigh Boxing Repeat if you've not checked out any of his work head over to the website www.eastleighboxingrepeat.com for various interviews reviews and previews from John Bolger I appreciate everybody that listens to the podcast if the Irish Boxing Review isn't something you're interested in then that's fine you don't have to listen to the episodes but this is more for the Irish fighters the Irish fans out there that want to get something that's dedicated to boxing in Ireland and the fighters that are up and coming in in that area of the world. So I'm really happy to have had John on. Really hope people that have not had this exposure to these fighters before go out there and check these fighters out and follow them on social media and give them uh, an opportunity really to to show you as a fan what they've got and what they potentially could do in the future and for us guys at BTR Boxing Podcast I want you to go over and find us on the social media handles at BTR Boxing Pod on Twitter BTR Boxing Podcast Facebook and we're on all available podcasting apps which includes Apple Podcasts it includes Stitcher Player FM Podbean, you can find us on the YouTube channel for Eat Sleep Boxing Repeat, or even on Spotify as well. So subscribe to us on there, leave us a rating, leave us a review. If you've got any questions, drop us a tweet. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.